from Toronto, Ontario with a song from their second CD soundscape, Edmonton, in Edmonton. 
Vitaj vas vsih dorehi radiju SHI na radiju predaču Naš Homos, radiju Krinskoho Korinja, na radiju stanciji CHLY, stoje Denis IMFM u misti Nenajmo. Hovorit Pavina. Hello there and welcome to Naš Homos, Ukrainian Roots Radio, here on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nenajmo. I'm your host, Pavina, for this hour. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a great program lined up for you, a wonderful, touching story on Ukrainian Jewish heritage about reunion and remembrance, as well, our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And it is going to be Ukrainian music by Canadian artists, because we've just had Canada Day, and uh, this was a special Canada Day, 150 years of confederation, so quite a big birthday um, all across the country. So we started out to our program with a song, I th- it's my favorite Canadian unity song ever. A group from Ontario singing about a Western Canadian city. And um, so we're going to carry on that theme of Canada and Ukrainian-Canadian settlers, prairies, everything Canada. So coming up now, we have a group from Calgary, Alberta, just a little south of Edmonton, about a two-hour drive. And uh, this is a song that's pretty much quintessential uh, across Canada in the summertime, even a little bit here on the West Coast. Not so much. We don't get them that much. But uh, every now and again, when it gets a little too rainy and humid, uh, we do. Here is a group now from Calgary called Jeto, a young polka band, and a song called called Komarek, the Mosquito. За шум учинився, що комари та на гусі оженився, що комари та на гусі оженився, все собі жінку не невеску, що не вміє ти краще чоловічку, що не вміє ти краще чоловічку.
that was Ron Kahoot and Buria, which have been on the Ukrainian-Canadian scene for a long, long time, going back to certainly the 80s, maybe even a little sooner. Uh, actually, I think back to the 70s. And uh, they ha- are still around. Uh, they're still doing gigs and performing, not recording so much, but they have actually put out quite a few uh, albums over the years. And that was an original composition by the lead man of Buria, Ron Kahoot, and that song itself has been around since about the 80s, and uh, certainly is a classic. Many other groups have uh, taken it, re-recorded it, and it gives a great story of Ukraine and the history of Ukraine. And here is a group now from Winnipeg, Manitoba. They are unfortunately no longer together, although some of the members are still out there doing things, and uh, certainly they've created a legacy of their own. They are called Shum, and this is a song from their third CD called Shum Unplugged. And it kind of carries on the story that uh, picks up where Ron Kahoot and Budia left off with their song um, Fly Kozak. This is a song of Ukrainian settlers come to Canada and they, their history here in the last 125 or so years. Here now is Shum with Budmo. of battle had settled down and our warrior Cossacks looked sadly round to see how many brethren they had lost they'd cry out at the heavy cost it wasn't the first time their swords had clashed and they knew very well it wouldn't be the last they'd pray to God they had a war to win their beloved homeland would rise again were about to break under the toils of this new land. They prayed a God in heaven above, how much more could they withstand? They placed holy crosses into the ground, and soon new strength to go on was found. Their faith had brought them another day. They'd get back on their feet and say, they'd say, strive for a better fate. It took many years, many sacrifices, many went to heaven's gate. But when the winds of freedom swept across Ukraine in the summer of 91, you could hear generations from the past join together with those of today as one and yell, Budmohe! Hey! Budmohe! Hey! 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 
as I watched my father be laid to rest in this his, but not his land. I looked my boy straight in the eyes, and I'd pray to God he'd understand. I said, this was a faithful son of Ukraine. Remember and cherish this bond. And then my son looked at me, and he said with a strength that seemed to come from a world beyond. He said, Good morning, hey, good morning, hey, we'll be, we'll be, good morning. Vi slušajte radio predaču Naš Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinja na radiostanciji CHLY 107 FM u misti Nenajmo. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina. You're listening to Naš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nenajmo. I'm your host Pavlina.
And that was a group from right here on the West Coast, the Wheat in the Barley, and uh, they hail from the Fraser Valley. That was a Ukrainian guy by the name of uh, Steve Sakora on the mandolin. And uh, this is a pretty multicultural group and very quintessentially Canadian, doing uh, quintessentially Canadian tunes. They do a lot of um, historical uh, Canadian um, stories, set to music and uh, that was a lovely medley of uh, two folk tunes that kind of personify the Canadian mosaic a Ukrainian tune Kolomeka Hutsul and an Irish tune The Moon Shines. Well quintessentially Canadian are the Northern Lights and unfortunately I don't have any songs about the Northern Lights in the Nashullis Library, but we do have one about Northern Stars. And this is performed by a group from Montreal called Privit from their second city, Zaklakanya, and it is called Nibezori Polinochi, Northern Stars.
Ambrose Brothers from Winnipeg, Manitoba, with a tribute to an organization that uh, it plays a big, big role in Canada's history. And uh, unfortunately, it is a company that is no longer Canadian-owned and uh, may not exist for much longer, but certainly will always remain on the historical record as a big part of uh, Canada, that being Hudson Bay. So that was the Ambrose Brothers from Winnipeg with the Hudson's Bay Breakdown. We're going to bring it back a little bit west now. Um, of course, H- Hudson's Bay was across Canada, west, north, north, east, and south. What little south there is in the country. At any rate, here is um, a group from right here on the west coast, the Borscht Eaters and uh, Saskatchewan Wedding March. Vyslouchejte Radio Predaču, náš holos Radio Krínského Koríňa na radiostanci CHLY 117 FM u místí nenajmo. Hovorit pavina. You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo with your host Pavina. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
Ukrainia from Ottawa, Ontario, with a song called Varenechke. And the previous group to them were titled The Borscht Eaters. And of course, that indicates uh, a food that Ukrainians are very uh, fond of. It is uh, Ukrainian national soup, actually. And uh, it was originated in Ukraine and has quite a long history. And a lot of Canadians have also kind of taken to that soup as well. So it's become pretty popular across Canada. But I would say probably another Ukrainian dish totally eclipses borscht, and that being pierogies, um, called vareneke, apparently properly, properly Ukrainian, because uh, vareta is the Ukrainian verb to boil, and vareneke means boiled things. But um, for many, many Ukrainian Canadians, um, and those a little more separated from their roots, um, vareneke is kind of a new word, and they grew up with another word for pierogies, uh, which was perohea. And uh, pierogies is kind of the anglicized word now that everybody uses, but uh, varenike is for those that are kind of um, proper Ukrainian grammarians. Perohe is for the more more old school Ukrainian Canadians. This is what we grew up with on the prairies and um, probably other parts of Canada as well as this wonderful dumpling dish, what we call them perohe. And um, often they were filled with cottage cheese. And here's Kalena from Winnipeg to tell us that story. Chula, 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 
rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baker. The revelation came in California. We went to one of the Redwood Parks in California, and I was looking at the Redwood trees, at sequoia trees, uh, and I saw them, and I remember just thinking about how much those trees have seen. If only they could talk, and I started to think about a thousand years back, what have they seen? And that's when the idea of planting and painting ever-living memorials came to mind. That is Julia Krasunski, the executive director of RememberUs.org. RememberUs.org is a public charity in Massachusetts. Their mission is to educate the public about the devastating consequences of genocide, to honor and commemorate those who perished in the Holocaust, and to promote peaceful coexistence, inclusiveness, and cross-cultural interactions. Auschwitz and other concentration camps have become notorious global symbols of Nazi atrocities. But during the Second World War in Ukraine, 
Jews were most often placed in front of firing squads and massacred. RememberUs.org has launched what is called the Mars Program to maintain, aid, restore, and support commemorative events at the mass killing sites. Originally started as a family project, RememberUs.org has grown into an active and far-reaching group of volunteers, and they run multiple educational activities, both in the U.S. and in Ukraine. They have organized commemorative programs in multiple locations in Ukraine, such as Kharkiv, Lubny, and Kremenchuk. Their volunteers organize day field trips for schools. The organization funds the creation of school museums, supports genocide-related research, and documents individual stories. And of course, RememberUs.org plants trees. The Metasequoia tree is an inspiring botanical story of rebirth and survival. The trees were thought to be extinct. But a small plantation was found in China, and the trees have been cultivated and brought back to life all over the world. The trees are hardy survivors that can withstand harsh weather, fires, and lightning. And they can live for hundreds of years. They are one of the oldest living species on Earth. RememberUs.org believes planting metasequoia trees at killing sites is as close as we can get to commemorating victims of genocide for eternity. And the story of the rebirth of these trees has symbolic parallels to events in Jewish history. Trees have been planted at Babin Yar, at Rybitsky Yar outside Kharkiv, and Lubne. Julia Krasunski has a very powerful personal connection with Rybitsky Yar. Julia was born in Kharkiv but left during the wave of Jewish immigration during the Soviet era. She returned to her place of birth many years later with her daughter and visited the memorial at Drobitsky Yar, a ravine where some 16,000 people, mainly Jews, were killed from late 1941 into 1942. Her grandfather's parents, his brother, and his children were murdered there. It's very hard to see your name. I knew as a child that we had this tragedy in our family, but it is completely different when you're standing there and you know that your family is somewhere right under your feet. And you go into a room and you read names of your relatives. And this is such an emotional experience. I never thought that it would be so overpowering. This visit to Rybitsky Yar fundamentally altered Julia's life path. I have changed a lot, I think. My priorities have changed. And I've met so many good people who share my values and who share my thoughts. It is impressive that so many people think that it is important to keep the memory alive. And it is very important that so many kids want to keep the memory alive and want to learn and want to educate others. RememberUs.org is keeping the memory alive by continually expanding their activities. More tree plantings are planned in Fastil, Mirhorod, and Kremenchuk. A multiple social media series and an inspiring speaker series are active in the U.S. School museums have been set up in Lubny and Kremenchuk, and more museums and exhibits are planned in Ukraine as resources permit. Other new initiatives include the Forgotten Shtetl Trips. The goals here are educational, to show how Ukraine looked before, to show how Jews and Ukrainians lived together for many, many generations, and how this part of tradition 
how this part of life completely disappeared. What's very interesting, and uh, to me it's very touching and very heartwarming, that many people that we work with, uh, many of our partners and volunteers are not Jews. I lived in that country, and that's not the atmosphere that was there 30 years ago when I left Ukraine, when I left Soviet Union. But it is very interesting how things have changed, and it is very nice to see that a new generation grew up in a totally different environment. That was Julia Krasinski, Executive Director of RememberUs.org. For more information, visit www.rememberus.org. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baeger. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. Visuhite Radio Peridachu Nasholos Radio Krinsko Hokurinya na Radio Stansi CHLY Stodenisim FM Umisti Nanaimo. Primikrofoni Pavlina.
more homegrown talent from right here on the west coast of Canada, from the Fraser Valley to be exact. That was the West Coast Elstermer duo consisting of Evelyn and Sadly Shindrick. That is from their CD called Ukrainian Favorites. And that song was Ihor's Polka.
and the very popular duo Mickey and Bunny, who were very big on the Ukrainian-Canadian music scene in the 1960s and 70s. They got together for a reunion CD that was, well, I don't know, a decade or two ago, uh, not too long before Mickey passed away. So a very nice uh, keepsake to have, and that uh, with the containing that wonderful tribute to Canada, this Canada of ours. And before them was the Ukrainian Connection, and that was Mickey and Bunny's backup band for many, many years. And that song was from their first CD, and it was called Kolomeka. And our proverb of the week translates as whoever does evil hurts not only himself but also his nation. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. We have one last toe tapper for you, and that will be Romko of Edmonton with Canada's National Kolomeka. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. And until then, do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. And make sure to visit the Nasholos website where you can get the podcast, a link to our blog, and other information about the show. And that's www.nasholos.com. So stay tuned next for the Nasholos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal Coat, and at 2 p.m. join Gord Bibby for Groovin' with BBG. I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. Dozu Sidichi.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.